been putting this particular podcast off for far too long. It needs to happen. So let's chat, shall we? Good Thursday afternoon from the third bedroom of apartment 2103. Hope everybody out there is doing pretty good. As I stated in my intro, I've been putting this particular podcast off and I was assembling a bunch of statistics, you know, um, to try to get my point across. But uh, stats don't really convey what really needs to be conveyed here. But let me throw a couple at you anyway. In 2019, 47,000 people gave up on life and committed suicide. And that's a sad figure. And it's something that doesn't get talked about very much. It's the top 10 killer of our youth. And white males lead the way in committing suicide. But instead, Instead of throwing a whole bunch of stats at you, I want to uh, I want to share a story with you. Bear with me just one second. I left my phone on, which you probably heard in the background, so I'm going to turn it down. <clears throat> I was born with a condition that caused my optic nerves not to form fully. And it's called optic nerve hypoplasia. And I was born with another condition called hemihypoplasia, where one side of my body is a good bit smaller than the other. And it, it, it caused me problems. But what caused me the most problems was the whole being legally blind part. I've always struggled with depression. Um, it's no fun getting made fun of all the time, especially for something you can't do anything about. And I've made... Two attempts on my life. And when I was about 24, I made the most serious attempt I ever made. But fortunately, someone came and got me to the hospital before I died, where I stayed for several hours while they pumped my stomach and ran an NG tube down my nose. If you never had a tube run down your nose, it's an experience that you can afford to miss. Trust me. But as I laid there and I thought about how close I got to dying, I didn't know whether I should be happy that I was saved or disappointed that I was saved. But there was a friend of mine who I was seeing, a close female friend. And after this happened, her and I became even closer friends. And a couple of years after that date, I asked her to marry me. And she said yes. That was a dream I held for a long time, was to be a husband and a father, and I finally got to fulfill it. We were married just shy of 19 years. And ironically, on January 6th, 2012, she walked out the door and never came home. We didn't find her till the following Monday later. And she was deceased. And all those feelings that I had 
when I was 24 came back. But in a slightly different way. I got to see firsthand what happens when somebody you love decides they don't want to be here anymore. It is going on 10 years. And while it's better, and while I can go for months without feeling any pain, every once in a while, something happens to remind me of it all. And last night I had a dream. I had a dream that she came back and said, I'm sorry, I've been gone for a while. And I apologize for what I did. She left behind me, three children, her stepson and two that we had together. And our lives have never been the same. They're empty. It leaves ripples through the people's lives you leave behind. People have unanswered questions. And I know I didn't. In my last podcast, we talked about forgiveness and why you even need to forgive yourself. Well, let me give you a little background on that. I was the last person that saw her alive. And my last words to her were a flippant, smart aleck comment. And I stepped in the shower expecting her to be there when I got out. And she wasn't. I held that against myself for a long time and it took me five or six or seven years to finally forgive myself for it. But this goes out to people, anybody, who is listening to this and thinking about it. From a survivor of suicide and from somebody who has attempted suicide, I'm familiar with both sides. I know what despair feels like. I know what loneliness feels like. I know what abandonment feels like. But I also know what it feels like now to lose one of the only women in my life that ever gave me the time of day. Friend, if this is something you're going through and you cannot reach anybody else, a pastor or a friend or a brother or a sister, then call this number. It's the National Suicide Prevention Hotline. It is 800-273-8255. Once again, that's 800-273-8255. One more time, 800-273-8255.
This is the first of a two-part series called Never Give Up. I don't want to see anybody give up. I don't want to see anybody get to a point to where they think they have nothing more to give and they think no one cares about them. And I know the evidence in your life when you're in that situation seems real, but it's not. I'm going to give you that number again. 800-273-8255. Reach out to someone, please. In God's name, reach out to someone. People care about you. And your absence is going to leave a lot of empty-hearted, saddened people behind. All the statistics in the world don't mean anything if you don't think anybody can identify with what you're going through. And if I do one podcast that changes somebody's life, I pray in Jesus' name that it's this one. I realize it's not a very cheery topic, but it's one that needs to be talked about. I hope that you take a breath and think about it. Because there's someone out there that loves you dearly and wouldn't know what to do if you were gone. No outro music on this one, but I pray in Jesus' name that you hear what I'm saying. This podcast was very hard for me to record because every time I tried to do it, I got emotional. Please don't give up. People love you, and so does your Heavenly Father.